Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Friends, we were minded. We just came to death and go all night long. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Topless Travel Show, broadcasting on location from the Bliss Cruise, sailing on our way to Cozumel, together with a few thousand sexy couples. And yep, what I said is right. There's a few thousand awesome people on this ship. We love bringing the travel culture to open-minded couples so you can explore the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities, while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to make new friends, or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right here and right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries, and as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. You got it. So, do you ever fantasize about being a porn star, being fully confident about exposing your most private moments with the world? Perhaps you're wondering what your cum face looks like in real time or how those thighs jiggle beautifully when you're doing doggy. Well, on today's show, we get to chat with one of the Topless Travel's cutest host couples, Alina and Leigh, as we discuss how they started in the porn industry as contributors, not actors, and how their sexy business has grown because of their authentic content as a couple in love, enjoying sex together. So instead of the typical produced porn, which is usually considered entertainment for the satisfaction of the male gaze, their videos are live, vibrant scenes planned by two horny people in love and appreciated by a broad audience of devoted fans. Hell yeah. Um, But first, as we do on every show, let me tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. Even if you're not a squirter and you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. It protects against messy massage oils, silicone lubes, and all other sexy wetness. When you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And remember, great sex is messy sex. So to keep your bed and mattress dry, simply go to Amazon and search for Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket and order yours today. Great sex starts now. Alrighty, this is the Topless Travel Show. We are Carol and David, and we're so excited to welcome today's super special guests. We have Alina and Leigh here on the Bliss Cruise with us. They are a host couple from Topless Travel. They have uh, their Pornhub contributors and OnlyFan content creators and probably a whole lot more, which we're going to find out. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for taking time out of your sexy, busy day and being here on the Topless Travel Show. Thank you, Thank for, you for having, having us. us. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your couple, how long you've been together and how you met and lots of fun things about you. Okay, uh, so Leigh and I have been together for 11 years now, and we've been married for six. I'd say that we've been in lifestyle f- for about eight years, um, and 
the way that we are together is that as a couple we like to do everything together <laughs> so so we always thought that like even in school or like after school and going to work we thought even the nine to five was a lot of separated time so we thought that um always being together was definitely one of our main uh, loves so alina where did you guys meet we met <laughs> in Berkeley. So I was an intern at a lab and he was working there as a webmaster. And yeah. um, there was a problem that I couldn't solve. So I didn't understand how to do circus. And it was a, a project that we had to do. And uh, my boss called Layton to help me out. So and was it love at first sight? Well, I, I've seen him around for two years, but that was when uh, we actually started to talk and yeah. uh, and actually get to know each so other. So who asked who out? I asked her out. Okay. I asked the intern out. <laughs> okay. So you went out. Did you kiss on the first date? No, no we didn't. we did not. Yeah. No, um, I, I, well, actually, I kissed him on the cheek. Yes. Yeah. What, thanking yeah. him for his services. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> One way of putting it. I, I don't know. If I went out on a first date and I went in for a kiss and I got it on the cheek, I'd like, huh. It was a date good? How did you feel? It was my first date ever. Ever? Oh, my yes. Goodness. So Alina is my first for everything. She's the first girl I ever kissed. First person I went on a date with. I, um, yeah, it was. Wow. So we know you guys are young. Yeah. You don't have to reveal your age, but just everybody can understand that you guys are a nice, beautiful, young couple. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so fun. So here's your first date. Yes. What happened on the next date? The next date, uh, we, we did you have the did you did you have a hard time asking her out again? No, actually. Okay. I it was it was quite easy. Like I really liked her, and she actually wanted to clar. She clarified at the end of the first date, like, "Is this a date? Is this only a hangout, or is it a date?" And Alina, you wanted to go out with him again. Yeah. Or did you want to like suck his cock the next time? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, well, actually, back then, uh, sex was such a foreign idea to me. Yeah. Because I was so in, I was so bought into the idea of romance and having a relationship, and almost like a, a fairy tale, K drama way of looking at things. And so when I saw him and I wanted to be with him. I didn't even think about sex. There was nothing about sex uh, on my mind, actually. So tell the chemistry of the person is what you're saying, yes. right? Yes. So, yes. so how did the first time happen? Oh, it was three months later on a rope. <laughs> yes, we tried. So we tried to have sex like two weeks in, uh -huh. up to the third month. Right. Um, Things weren't fitting. Let's put okay. it that way, okay? okay. <laughs> so it took a lot of time getting used to it. Uh -huh. And on the third month, we made a, a trip to Vegas. Uh -huh. It was just like a little vacation that I had planned. And um, funny story, I didn't even know how to put on the condom. Like I was like, oh my God, is it upside down? Like we're reading, you know, we're engineers. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're like super like book people at that time. But I think... And so I was like, you know... Which yeah, way? Which way? Hold on. I think if you ask any guy... From 15 to 75, they always have the same problem. The women, you give them a condom, it's on in a second. <laughs> right? We're always looking at it. Like 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 and you try what? unrolling it, and it's like, 
Wait, I think wait. it's right. Or is it too small? Oh, it's too small. That's okay. I'll still try and jam it off. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I remember we were just laughing. We bought the, the one like, with spermicide just in case. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just in case. Of course, of course. Yes. Of course. So the first time you had sex, was it good? It was. It was hey, good. Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, we were virgins before we had sex, yeah. and then uh, most people were. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. you're saying you're both were virgins together, right? You exactly. Broke yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and most people before they have sex are virgins. Yeah, I get that, but they both were virgins. Very but we were both virgins before we had sex, not together, but with other people. Okay, uh-huh, I get it. But this is a rare. I'm case. trying to do humor here. You're not succeeding. <laughs> I, I actually like the humor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Yeah. He's cackling over there, and I'm going, really? <laughs> no, that's very fun. So you guys were virgins, and so tell me how it felt the first time having something inside your pussy. I don't know how big it was because I haven't seen it yet. How big a pussy was or how big his cock was? It's, it's cock. I haven't seen it yet, but yet. tell me. Well, his cock has a, a journey of its own. But, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It does have but a journey. But before that, um, it, it was... It was, I think, it was average or above average, but it was more like I was just so not used to the sensation because mm. growing up, I just never really masturbated with penetration. And so, like, we did fingering uh, before we actually had sex for about a month. So it was like one finger and then two fingers, and then I uh, had to be very relaxed as well. And so, once we went on our trip and we figured everything out, the condom was on. And he he uh, slipped in. And we used lube, and it was just it felt very natural. It felt I felt very full, like filled right. up. It didn't hurt, which was good. And I think it was about a minute and a half or so. <laughs> like you were on top of me. It was missionary. Uh, and then yeah, like, I was like, wow, this feels really good. And then I think your mind was pretty blown too. Yeah, it was yeah. a minute and a half, and you came. That's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. We have, you know, we've been together 18 years, and there's certain moments when, or oh yeah, days when we have sex, and I'm in, and 30 seconds done. Yep. Same here. So hot and horny. Yeah. yeah. Now maybe it's because she sucked my cock for a half hour before <laughs> she stroked it. Yeah. The, the foreplay. On, and I'm ready to go, and you slide in, and yeah, it, it just the foreplay. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But that's so cute. What a story. I love that story. story. That's the cutest thing. And look, thing. and now they're doing porn. We're going to get into that in Great Sex Matters a little bit later. So we know how long you've been together. Now you've, you've grown together. You guys are retired. And, and you're, you're doing, you know, porn for, I don't want to say a living, but for a hobby. Yeah. How did two young, naive virgins find the lifestyle? Okay. Um... So it was actually uh, the first Valentine's Day that we had together where, um, you know, both of us came from a really conservative upbringing. Like really? we weren't showing any skin. Uh-huh. Beach was a very foreign thing in my family. Uh-huh. Like we would not go to the beach at all. And Alina, I mean, you can explain how, how yeah, your upbringing was. I didn't was. wear even short sleeve shirts, yeah. like oh. a t-shirt until I went to college. Yeah. And partly it was because of where I was uh, brought up and it was not the best city and so I grew up in a way where I just didn't want to draw any attention yeah, to myself mm-hmm. and so it wasn't until college where I felt safer that uh, I started wearing like a t-shirt without the sleeves on the on, on my arms and then dresses and so forth and so on our trip that we went on we would go more onto uh, outdoor trips natural trips yeah. and so there were these hot springs that 
uh, we really wanted to go into when we drove by. We're like, what is that? And then uh, he was like, you know what? We don't have our bathing suits. Let's just let's just hop in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. uh, well, actually, what happened was uh, I knew of the hot springs okay. and that they were in BDSM land, which uh, <laughs> not BDSM, oh my god, that's okay to say on the yes. show, yeah. BLM land. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. okay, they're in BLM federal land, and you are allowed to be naked in those oh. in those hot springs. And yeah. there's like a cluster of them, Highway 395 in California, freaking beautiful. Um, so anyway, we went. Uh, we were driving there on Valentine's Day, and. Um, we went to one hot springs and there was just so many people. It was like an institution kind of thing. It wasn't a natural hot mm. spring. So we're like, okay, there's too many people. I don't know if I feel comfortable okay. being naked. In, and they allowed nudity there yeah. and like sitting next to other people because it was our first time, right? So we're like, okay, we'll just kind of like camp here because they had a campground nearby. We camped and we continued on the road. And then we got to Highway 395, Whitmore Hot Springs. We got, <laughs> we got in. Um, actually, there was someone else sitting in the hot springs. Okay. So we waited for him to leave. Like I was checking on my mirrors. <laughs> he was leaving. I'm like, oh, babe, it's our time to get in. Like, okay, no, now, now we're gonna be okay. We shed our clothes. We got in. We're in there for ten minutes, enjoying being naked. Like we're, we're like kind of exhilarated. It's oh completely yeah, I was super giddy. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, and I see the guy is coming back okay. and I'm like now look I'm looking at her I'm like Alina what the fuck this guy's coming back and then we're just like should we just leave should we put on a towel or like you know what, what should we do um, <laughs> anyway he came to us and he's like uh, do you mind if I join and he's uh, he was from Alaska he was doing a road trip as well but a good-looking man, a young person, describe him. No, he is just a normal, ordinary, he's on the older side, actually. Okay. Uh, it's just normal, just standard, everyday person. Cool. Almost like a trucker okay. uh, look, <laughs> yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, but he, he shed his clothes and he got in. And, you know, I got, I guess minutes went by and I just got so turned on that Alina was there naked and both with another us, naked guy yes and both of us can see her tits out and then i came up with like you know you can kind of control the hot water okay. coming into that natural hot spring and i saw the valve there i'm like hey babe <laughs> this is like 30 minutes in while we're sitting uh all together and i'm like hey babe can you reach over and like like up the flow a little bit like i want it a little bit warmer and she did that and her pussy was just out for us both to be and i'm just like and the other guy was just like <laughs> and just enjoying the view right we were very yeah i was super naive like yeah. i was just very shy i was covering i was basically sitting in a fetal position uh-huh. and and i was like okay calm down calm down alina we are in a like a nudist allowed area and when they say nudist they mean you know there's nothing inherently sexual about the human body so I'm just gonna keep it cool and (laughs) everything is okay and did you guys have sex or that was it no that was it it was just an it was just the scenario it was just the fact that she was exposed wow Mm. and I didn't know about the term condol we didn't know about kinks or any like that this was of the first year of our relationship, I think nine months in, something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, so now you've you've had an experience where yes. you went out in public, you yes. were naked, you were naked with another person. Yes. But w- you went home, you spoke about it, and you found out about swinging. 
We did not find out about swinging. We knew nothing about swinging or lifestyle until we were already doing it. Oh. We did not know about the labels. Okay. So anyway, we talked about the idea of being naked with other people for hours on the road and then it ended up being days we just kept like oh my god that was so hot and she was really shy of course like, she like really yeah. you think <laughs> so that was you, hot when you did liked you take it. the plunge it was a few months later so we had done more nude recreation okay. and uh you know I, I continued to i still have that feeling like even if it's a girl looking at her like is the fact that she's exposed it does it for me huh. and i love revealing her so um, <laughs> what ended up happening was we started dating separately. We didn't know how to date because we were already a couple at that point. So we're like, oh, maybe we should get on dating apps and like maybe try to like find another person to date in an open relationship. Okay. So we got Tinder, Bumble, you know, whatever. We went on a few independent dates. Um, I'll let you comment on yours first and then, yeah. Tell yeah. us what happened on your date. Yeah, so like I said, I, I'm still, I think in some ways, naive at that point. And so I thought dates meant relationships. Okay. So when I would go on dates with these guys, like I didn't kiss them, didn't hold hands. We would just talk. And the topic was, why would your boyfriend let you go on a date with me? And if I found out later after they explained it to me, they're just trying to understand why my boyfriend would let he, that person fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was, yeah, I did not That's get... That's question we get... Asked all the time. All the time in, in the lifestyle. Yes. How do you let your partner fuck someone else? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so did you actually, after you, you know, realized the relationships included sex, did you start having sex with other people away from Lei? No. No, it never no, went there. It never went there. Okay. The most I did was, uh, I think I held a guy's hand. And okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so it was but, a lot and of... And you found these dates on Tinder and you showed up and then you told, then you told them that you actually had a boyfriend? No, 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 no. I already told them. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. And I think from their perspective, they thought I was probably easy target or okay. like, uh, you know, that I was ready to basically jump into bed with um, with that person so wh when did you cross that line and actually start having sex with other people um, it happened a, a lot later so I, I went on some dates with some women same experience they asked me wait your like, girlfriend like lets you go on dates with other women and so it became a lot of explanation we're right. like this is this kind of sucks yeah like uh, I don't want to do this on dates so we decided okay we're not doing this anymore we're gonna try another approach we're gonna date as a couple Okay. This was still new to us. Yeah. So we tried it. There's an app called Field. We used to be on there. And uh, that's how we found our first um, like people to play with. And so we started looking for guys to have MFMs with so I can show her off and kind of expose her and then try something sexual or kind of build up to it. And um, yeah. Uh, what did I'll yeah, the first guy, yeah. we went on six, seven dates together, all yeah. three of us. You guys do nothing quickly, do you? <laughs> you no. no. I know. Oh, because our like sex life at that point was fantastic. Yeah. Like, we would fuck for hours. And, you know, she would come multiple times and everything. Like, we, we had, like, that part of it was so good for us already. But this kink... Yeah, is something that was new and we were trying to explore it so we were taking it kind of as slowly as 
our first sexual experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah. sure. And Absolutely. it was difficult for me to navigate to. It took me about two years, I would say, to separate uh, why I was doing, like having sex with other guys, to like not being in a relationship, like to needing to be in a relationship to have sex with the other person. Yeah. Okay. And once you got into it, did you find that you also liked women? I, I always liked women. And you then, do. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Growing up, um, I I would, if I were to put a label, bi or pan sexual, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Except like, if I w- I really would be attracted to a person based on how they think right, and their right. personalities, and that person to me could even be like transgender sure. or like you know, it's the energy that you're attracted to. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's very very nice. Yeah. And so you had different dates with different with at first just a single guy, and you had yes. three some dates. Did yes. you move forward to have another couple? Um, the couple that our first when did our first couple experience happen? I'm trying to think. Uh, sea Mountain. Oh yeah, it was Sea Mountain. Oh, yeah. shout out to Dewey. <laughs> yeah, <We've been> <laughs> we love Dewey. We love Dewey. We love Sea Mountain. We've been going since 2017. Yeah, so that was our first couple experience and it it ended up only being soft swap but we connected really well with the couple nice and so and they lived uh, about maybe three hours away from us um and so we met up with them a few times but we never actually did a full swap with them it was always soft swap and uh, that continued on for about what a year maybe I would say they came to our place. We went to their place. Cool. Mm-hmm. But um, were you exclusive or you still dated other people, other couples? And Oh, we still dated. Okay. Yeah, we still dated okay. other, other... I'm going to go sideways for a second. So mm-hmm. we were at Sea Mountain once for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, Carol, tell the story quickly. <coughs> a quick, quick recount quick of it. David's birthday, he got to pick anybody to play with. Anybody. And, and walking in through the gate was the most gorgeous woman you can imagine. Okay. Huge, <laughs> dream, huge beautiful girl. 5'11". And he said, well, I want her. And I said, oh, well, good luck with that. Go for it. Within a half an hour, he's fucking her at the side of the pool. <laughs> I said, wow. Charming. He got, he got his wish. It turned out that she was a Playboy bunny. And Porn they, star. They was had there a, as a threesome. They had a great nice. time with us. Well, it was the two girls and their... I think they're sugar daddy. The sugar daddy. Anyways, we had a really, really fun time. They wanted to meet us again, and I said, "Good on you." He had a really nice birthday they gift called that us. day. <laughs> Can we do it again? And yes. then wow. while we were there, we were playing the five of us together, and Carol yeah. was sitting on the side of the pool, like squirting from one side to the other. <laughs> and the girl who I played with says, "Oh my God, I can't do that. Can you show me?" And Carol's like, "I'm better than a porn star." <laughs> <laughs> Nana, nana, poo, poo. <laughs> anyway, it's a great place. It was place. cute. It was cute. Great place in Palm Springs. Go see it. Um, Dewey's amazing. Yes. So you guys learned about the lifestyle by doing it. When did you actually realize there is an underground world of lifestyle that it, it you was know about? At Sea Mountain, oh, okay. when we were talking with people. So this is 2017. This is already after we uh, we've had MFMs and threesomes. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, well, let me just stop. Mm-hmm. MFM, male, female, male. Yes. yes. FFM, female, female, male. Yes. Okay. Okay. Those are the acronyms. Yep. And, you know, hey, our favorite MFM position is spit roasting, by the way. Just. Yes. (laughs) We love it. to explain that. Spit Spit roasting. roasting. So she has one dick in her mouth and one dick in her pussy. (laughs) Wait, is she spinning around? No, I'm just (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can make that (laughs) one day, right? (laughs) Anyway. You should try one in your ass, one in your pussy, one in your mouth, and that's airtight, right? Yes, I know. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) That is the goal. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, you so realize by talking with other people that you actually are in the lifestyle yes. and that there is an underground world yes. out there of people enjoying consensual non-monogamy yes. and that you're part of this world. Yes. Yeah, we went into Sea Mountain never thinking that we would play at all, mm-hmm. uh, not even with each other because they said you can just be nude. Um, and so we were like, okay, we already like nude recreation, so let's just hang out here. And he's, he said, you know, Lay said, this place, like anything goes. Right. You, you can, you can kind of do anything. So we'll just come and there will be no expectations. Yeah. And I think about a couple hours in, we started fucking. Wait, no, <laughs> it wasn't even a couple hours in. We got food, we ate, and we were fucking within an hour and a half. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, and then other couples were checking in. And I still remember this, like they were cheering, like as they right. were getting checked in, you know, that little hallway yes, thing that yes. you go through. Um, they were cheering, looking at us and she was riding me at that time. And when they cheered, I was like, oh my God, now there's a tension on me. Okay. No, no, You've no, obviously you evolved and you're not coming in a minute and a half anymore. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. At this point, our sex life is like fantastic, <laughs> like really good. All right. Um, yeah. So let's move on to... We, we've just gone through you guys meeting each other from being virgins, virgins to, to being swingers, swingers without knowing it. <laughs> yeah. How did you get into porn? Okay. Only fans. <clears throat> um, so everything started actually in 2013 for us, um, and everything began on Reddit anonymously, not showing any face. I was taking photos of her. It started off taking photos of her feet only because I do have a foot fetish okay. for beautiful feet and. I, I, mean, I love Alina's feet a lot. And then, so I progressed from that, uh, like posting but on Reddit. But you chose Reddit because you'd seen other people post yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's pure, it's purely exhibiting her, showing her off kind of thing. And it was all consensual. And so, like, at one point, we would do, like, a photo shoot even. We would take, like, 500 photos. I would select the best, maybe 50. And I'd make an album for it. And I would just post the whole thing wow. for free on Reddit. But this is, you know, I don't have my face on it, and I have never taken a single picture of myself naked, like, ever (laughs) at that point. I know. And so it was always him, and he's like, oh, you know, I want to see you like this. Just stay like that. Let me get my phone. Yeah. Um, So, and then that became a lot of hot foreplay for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we noticed that he was really getting aroused from it and I was getting aroused from him being aroused. And so that became a pattern as yeah. we continue this online anonymously. This was this was before actually even the the threesomes and, it, okay. and all that, right? 2013. So it started with the feet and large yep. amounts, large numbers of photos of the feet. Yes. Where did it progress to next? It progressed to full body shots, okay. right? But no so head. It, no head. Okay. So I would do lingerie from the neck down and it would be like a strip tease. It's like one of our uh, actually best posts was a strip tease where you were wearing, a, I think, some panties and a bralette. And this video or still photos? It's but still se- photos. Sequential yeah. photos. Mm-hmm. Got yeah, you. exactly. Um, yeah. So and you was, were always the photographer. I was always the photographer. Yeah. I, I and I still love being a photographer. It's actually where I started. You know, I was a, I was a photographer for landscape before then, just as a hobby. But then when I started photographing her, I'm like. Oh, this is what I love to photograph. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So when did you get into doing videos? Video for us began uh, just for our own collection, actually. We did a couple of, like, foot fetish videos where she would, like, you know, move her feet around or wiggle her toes and stuff. And then it would slowly progress to her, like, just being naked and doing something. Uh, But these videos... Was it like you were masturbating? Were you playing with toys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You have like, uh, I think it was like a remote control vibrator at that point. Yeah. So it was in her pussy and then I had control over it on my phone. Right. Okay. And I would record that. I would record her reactions. Oh. Yeah. And this is all part of our private collection at this yeah. point. It was just us having fun. Eventually, um, I think the one pivotal point for us was our first uh, MFM that yes. we recorded. And that was still for our private collection. But um, our third, so the third person that we invited, who's a male, uh, he said, you know, he doesn't mind if this video ends up anywhere. Like, oh, we're never sharing this video. Yeah. And so <laughs> we, we have footage of, of that. We call it our first MFM. Yes. Um, you know, condoms and everything. And you were you were in love with that video. You I watch it. It took him forever to edit it because he would just keep masturbating to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, you, it's interesting that you say that watching these videos turns you on and gets you off. And we're going to talk about one of your big fetishes in a few minutes. For sure. But, Alina... Do you get turned on when you're getting filmed and when you're getting pictures taken of you? And can you have an orgasm while he's filming you? Actually, for me, I am very camera shy. I think I am a shy person in general. And so I have learned to see past the camera and see the camera as lay. Yeah. So that's how yeah. that's how he's able to capture me, uh, he tells me in the best way. Because whenever I see the camera, he said everything tenses up in your face and you kind of become more unnatural in some ways. And so I have learned to just see past the camera and my trick is just to look at him and, and see his eyes almost through the lens and, and that so. gets you off and you're able to oh yeah. yeah yeah and and for him you know he's holding the camera and he has a hard on pointing at me so there's a camera <laughs> and there's yeah. a hard on and yeah. so it's very <laughs> it's very natural for me to be turned on right. and uh, and see past the camera yeah yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite it's quite fun cool all right we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get back into um, a little bit more detail about you and the porn that you make. Let's just remind everybody that this is the Topless Travel Show. We're Carol and David, and we're having a great discussion with Topless Travel hosts, Alina and Leigh. And coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. But before we move on, let's just tell everyone about Topless Travel and their amazing trips that they have planned for next year. Absolutely, and you know Topless Travel offers the sexiest and most erotic vacation experiences from Hedonism 2, where in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun and Dominican, all the Bliss Cruise adventures, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. And their trips are all about pushing boundaries and exploring your naughty side, and their exclusive sexy host couples, well, like us, like, and of course, uh, Party Mark are always there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Yep, and like we are here, you'll find us on many of the Topless Travel trips, but listen up. We're going to be back, Hedonism, in April for their Swinging for Newbies event, April 6th to 13th, 2024. So if you're considering coming to Hedo for the very first time, take the plunge with Topless Travel next April, and we'll be here to answer any questions you may have. For more information about all their trips, visit toplesstravel.com to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And as a quick reminder, if you're looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, you can go to sdc.com and use promo code 30314 for your first month free. That's sdc.com and promo code 30314. 
Alrighty, you know we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show. Let's get back to it. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Let's just remind everybody that we are on the Bliss Cruise. We're sitting here in the dining room. There's lots of people here, lots of action going on. Music in the background, lots of beautiful people. And we're having a fun discussion. I'd like to get behind the scenes. We already started... So although we started talking about it last time, I really wanted to get more into the behind the scenes and producing porn content and all the things that you guys do to prep yourselves, get in the right mind frame. We already heard about Alina, how she looks through the camera, which I think that is amazing. And yes, when there's a cock pointed at you, I get you can be turned on, right? Of course you can. So I want to know how you guys get in those scenes and um, like, where do you come up with the different ideas for what scenes you're going to produce? Okay. Um, so actually, uh, can I jump back to that first video that sure. I ever made? Okay, so that MFM scene, that was intended only for our private collection. It was only, like, I think two years later that I contacted the guy and I said, do you mind if I put this on Pornhub? Oh, okay. And he was completely up for the idea. So I released it on Pornhub. It got a lot of views and everything, but... We were. What does that mean to release it on Pornhub? You go somewhere and you upload. Yeah, like what, that's yeah. What it is? We upload okay. the video. It was it was edited. I censored out his face and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. So now, and so now, Miss Shy Innocent Alina is on Pornhub that gets seven million views a day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's right. So and you my got an erection again. Well, my my kink is about exposing her, right? right? right. And so and, and that video, that MFM video, like it was tag team style. So we didn't actually have spit roasting in that very first video. It was him fucking her, and then yeah. I fucked her, yeah. and then you know, vice, and I would stitch that together into a compilation, oh. and that was our first video, and it was just the hottest thing. And ever. how long did it end up being? Oh, the whole video was like. I think it was like six, seven minutes. Right. The, vi- the compilation was short, but the, uh, the sex was like, what, an hour and a half or something? Yeah, it was just yeah. phone footage. Oh, and, yeah. And <laughs> you were really turned on by the feedback. Like yes. That, that was why you posted it online in the first place. Yes, <laughs> I loved it. Um, so your next question was? How do you come up with the ideas of your scenes that you want to film? Okay. Um, so we have to move cup, uh, quite a few years into um, when we started doing OnlyFans. So when we started OnlyFans, we you know officially quit our engineering careers. So while I was doing all of the anonymous stuff with Alina, we were students at actually in 2013 we were students and then we were working as professional engineers. We had left that career behind. We we. You know, we got kind of lucky in real estate and, you know, we, we made a decent living and um, we got to the point where we were really comfortable with our investments and we wanted to take things to the next step with our porn. So, so you retired. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, like, we wanted to maximize our time with each other. That was really kind of... It, w- it was to maximize our time with each other and maximize what we love. You know, yeah. you know what's really cool about the two of you is we've gone on this big journey hearing about your life together <laughs> and you keep coming back to everything you do is about you guys spending time together yeah yeah cool. we're really weird <laughs> no that's awesome, awesome. We, we've been swingers for 18 years and we swing to make our couple stronger 
Okay. Yeah. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys do too. I mean, that's what you're doing exactly. all this about. That's what's so interesting about your story. So we love hearing this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are like, oh, you guys like actually like spending all your time together. Yeah, we like, do too. They get kind of shocked. <laughs> yeah, and I know, right? We get it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but thank you for understanding that. Yeah. Um, okay. Coming up with the different scenes. Yes. And how so, do you come up with them? Yeah, well, I would say Lay is the <laughs> <laughs> master of <laughs> coming up with all of these porno ideas. He enjoys um, looking at all of the creative porns. And al- also, uh, you come up with your own like fantasies yes. that you would like to see like us in or with different people or with different props, different places. Yes. And so he's really the person that creates the fantasy between the two of us does he share it with you first or is it a surprise as, as it unfolds both <laughs> okay <laughs> that's good wait, wait, I like listen, that listen one you've not thought about okay would be Alina sitting on a freshly shaved bald head <laughs> and getting off Grinding it. Grinding into a bald guy's head. Uh-huh. You sound like you've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's about to volunteer his head. You know that, right? <laughs> I can already tell. Don't fall, don't fall for the trap. While she's <laughs> grinding on my head, she's sucking a cock at the same time. Oh, nice. Oh, man. That's hot. Wow. Okay. And while she's sucking that cock, like Carol is sitting on my cock. Wow. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Run with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so and we're okay to be on film. <laughs> so cool. it's your imagination Ooh. mostly that's driving the different scenes, and you're open to doing, you trust him, obviously, you're open to doing the things that he's thinking about, and like you started saying, that some of them unfold as they go, yes. and others are pre-planned. Yes. Wait, 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 I have another one. What's oh, up? no, my one. goodness. Alina doing Carol with the strap on, and me doing Alina while someone's sucking your cock. We've done someone. that before. All right. With go. another couple. <laughs> <laughs> I keep going sideways here. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Super hot. Actually. I love that too. Yeah. Do you, have, do you have a favorite scene that you like to produce and maybe you produce it often with just like changes or tweaks? So, so uh, the way our scene production works is a lot of our sex is, um, is really authentic. So a lot of it is, you know, if we're fucking and there is, or if we're horny and there is a camera or a phone within arm's reach i will grab it and there's a chance i'll record it right otherwise i'm not going to interrupt my great time with my wife and that's nice so during during covid carol and i got into making our own private videos yeah and it became a bit of a turn-on so yes we had the camera next to the bed and we had a little tripod because it's easier easier holding the camera with a small tripod than with your hand and we learned that you film with the camera upside down so you get the right shots and blah 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 and all that stuff but um, there was always this point where you know when you're having sex as a couple you want it to last and you can go for 45-50 minutes when you're doing something on camera you don't want like Carol giving me a blowjob for an hour and a half no, and you're trying to film it, right? It just right. gets boring. I mean, yep. it feels great, but... So, can you, like, come when it's time to end the four or five minutes of film? Or yep. do you have to stop, go for another hour, and splice it back in so it looks like you came in five minutes? Um, it depends on my mindset, uh-huh. but I have multiple times come on demand. 
Nice. Um, How so, do I do, babe? <laughs> you do great. This guy is wonderful. Um, yeah, I remember actually there was this there was this one case. It happened recently actually. There was this horny OnlyFans subscriber, and he's like, "Oh, I just want to see like Alina give you a blowjob POV recorded right. from my angle, right. yeah. and and just." you know do it and he he just kept tipping and tipping he's like i want this now i want this now i want this now i'm like oh shoot like i'm i'm horny anyway yeah. all right fine let's give it a shot right so like 10 minutes go by but like we made it a video like we ended up making right. it like a 10 minute like that's our minimum just 10 minutes um and then on the 11th minute she was getting like <laughs> my dick gets really hard <laughs> like really so her, she was getting like sore and she's like Ugh. and then i'm like Okay, here it comes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah. The I, other uh, talent that you have is you are multi-orgasmic, so oh, you can oh. <laughs> come yeah. multiple times yeah. in a session. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's some fans that suspect, they've said it to me, uh, that I may have hyperspermia. Oh. I've never looked into it medically okay. or anything like yeah. that, but that's what they say. But well, it's a great party trick. <laughs> so, right? Carol has a great party trick. And What's we, that? Sometimes when we do film, is she can squirt just by tapping her clip. Yeah, oh, I do that. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm God. sure you do that too. No, no, you don't do that no. when you're straddling. You just tap your clit and just shoots out and shoots out. No, for no. her, uh, I you have a special trick. Oh, you have to go inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It's better yeah. when you can do it yourself on the outside. Then <laughs> a, you don't need the guy. B, you control it yourself. <laughs> and what I do sometimes is I take the guy's cock because I'm sitting on it and I tap my clit with his cock, so he thinks he's making me squirt. Oh, okay. But it's really okay. just the tapping, whether it's my hand or you his don't cock. Have to tell right? all your tricks. No, it's okay. Oh, guys the tapping thing. It. The tapping thing right. actually does. I can. We, I've done that before where. I've tapped my head on your clit and it just just like but you shake see, when it. when she takes it herself, and yeah. does it? Yeah, it's a different sensation because she's controlling it and yes. can make the squirt. Oh. Yeah, we have. Yeah, but Lay, you know What's up? that squirting has nothing to do with us. It's <laughs> all in the woman's head, and she has to feel like I'm I'm gonna pee. But she has already peed, and she just pushes, and it comes out. So it really has nothing to do with that. I know. But it's I okay. know. Guys <laughs> like to think they made it happen. <laughs> we have to feel like we're useful, right? <laughs> so the favorite scene that you were talking about that you like to do and you do very often is what kind of scene? Um, our favorite, you know, it really depends. Our, I'll, can I give you our two favorites? Sure. One that involves someone else would be um, just a normal hot wife scene where I'm sharing Alina. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of spit roasting, a lot of different positions, tag teaming. It could be like even in the backseat of a car, oh, for example, yeah. right? Or uh, out on a beach, actually. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, we, we kind of go crazy, but we keep everything natural. Mm. We have done scripted scenes okay. with thirds before. Yeah. They can't follow it. Yeah, I know. And because the heat of the moment, we right. want that to right. take over. Right. right. So Spontaneity. Exactly. So if the script kind of sidetracks or even if they lose the script, I don't care. Yeah. I want to capture the authentic moment. So, so actually the videos that we do have where they were supposed to follow a script it turns out like really corny and yeah. in yeah. some it's, ways it's forced <laughs> but in some ways what in some ways like it it turns out like it seems like we're making fun of porn yes. yeah exactly yeah. and, and yeah. we so love it, that. it becomes like there's definitely a funny part to right. the scene yes right. it's the exaggeration of it yeah. right yeah, yeah I know. we love oh, it i can imagine dad. that yeah so we do a lot of this like the stepdad role yeah. play and, and stuff like that just to kind of poke fun at mainstream porn as well well one time we were at hito and one of the guests was um an only fans contributor um, content maker, whatever you call it, 
And so she asked if you know she could do a threesome with us, and would we mind? And we said, of course not. We don't mind our, have being in the video. We didn't care. And her husband was the one filming. But he filmed, like, the whole time we were in the room, like, no matter what we were doing, whether it was between scenes or whatever. So all you've got is, like, always David in the background directing. Okay, let's do this now, and then you roll over that. Okay, good. Let's do that one. And then, okay, now you're going to go over there, and we're going to stack, and you're going to do this. Uh, okay, sure, we can do that one. So it was. I can kind of imagine you. You're holding the camera. Here was David directing, the husband holding the camera. We had a blast. We went for, like, two hours. I don't know and how many. And it was many. their last night there. Yeah, it was their last <laughs> night there. Anyway, she's not even on OnlyFans anymore, but it was very fun to do we got a chance to experience it and uh, it was just a lot of fun but speaking about Hito you know you guys are topless travel hosts and we do need to find a way to get you to come to Hito because it is one of the most amazing places in the world the seven mile beach there is spectacular I've heard but to get the colors and the tropical and everything um, you know we'll get you down there on a group I know uh, Justin and Jess do, does my frisky business in July it's okay. a much younger group which would, you guys would fit into but um, you know, hedonism is our home away from home. When you get there, they say welcome home. But that's one of the places you guys do need to go with topless travel. They do, I don't know, seven, eight trips a year. Um, and you can even film on the catamaran when it oh, goes out yeah. into that the would ocean. Be so it's fun. really, yeah, really, really, really <laughs> the playroom fun. there mm-hmm. is open air, so the ceiling is open, and you see the stars and the moon oh, at that's night. That's beautiful. And there's a waterfall in there, and on the side there's a dungeon. It's it's a spectacular place that is has been there for 40 years got a shout out to harry who kept it open during covid and the place is just it's one of a kind it's it's the, it's, it's the the iconic most, the world's most iconic adult playground yes just do <laughs> for a little, sure you did a nice blurb that a was very blurb. nice that was yes. awesome Absolutely. actually um so and then what, why don't you tell us a funny story about maybe something that you had planned and it went really wrong but you laugh about it now pick one <laughs> There's several. I think you know, Alina's thinking about several going on here. What's your favorite one that you like to tell about? The Bodge story one. I would say that's prob- that's the most recent one. Yeah. So yeah. between the two of us, um, I had this idea that I was going to be dressed up in a bondage harness. Okay. And um, and with a gag, and I had this whole scenario in mind where I am, you know, the submissive person. Uh, just waiting for her husband to come home and he's home and I'm just pleasuring him and we I got all of the harness on me which took forever and then (laughs) I have the gag just on on my neck uh, and I'm like okay I'm ready I'm ready honey and he's like I am not attracted to (laughs) like the harness and I took that personally I was like oh you don't like me and to me it was just um, it it was like a whole day of talking about it because I was like oh you don't like me I was in a very vulnerable state in my opinion and um, I was very naked and and I wanted him I, I in my mind I thought that he was just gonna love it because uh, it was just a physical manifestation of how I felt submissive to him so yeah. I was like how could he not and he's just like I just can't there's just so many like I get it. It's like in the mind right mm-hmm. uh-huh. it was yeah uh-huh. yeah it put me in a different mind sp- uh, so you know it was, it was definitely like I wish I could control the way I thought at that moment but my mind kind of spiraled in a different direction I'm like this outfit isn't doing it for me, mm-hmm. you know? See, Carol yeah. gets turned on. Like, we're not into, we're not kinksters, we're not into BDSM, but yeah. every once in a while, she takes out a couple of those little... Flogger. Or vloggers, 
and her pussy just drips. And she doesn't want it done to her, but she has this little devilish side where she's vlogging <laughs> me a little bit or adding, and she's putting this, this pinwheel on me. She says, do you like it? It's like, no, it hurts. Good, I'll do some more. <laughs> and, and she gets so turned on. But I'm going to tell you one of our oopsie stories. So um, every once in a while, like I was saying, we film stuff. And in this one, Carol had a little butt plug that she was putting in my butt. Okay? You know, it's, it's called pegging, <laughs> anal play, whatever. You know, it's not just about girls taking it up the ass from their guy. Guys can also have a lot of anal play. There's a lot of pleasure with the prostate and the perineum. So anyway, she finally, after, I don't know how, a very, very small butt plug she puts in my butt with lube and everything, she finally gets it in. And then we start fucking. And as we're fucking... Um, I'm getting ready to come, and as I get ready to come, the butt plug goes flying backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we got it on film. You, know? <laughs> you didn't take a shit, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was the butt plug. It was the butt plug. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, I, I did want to just follow up with your comment about your outfit and then your reaction, which we can't help our natural reactions, but isn't that interesting that you don't know how someone's going to react until you're actually there. You right. can imagine all you want, but until you actually do it, yep. and that's why some people want to do some porn activities like in their mind, and it just doesn't work out because they don't know until you try. Yeah. But So we always say keep trying. So maybe that one didn't work, but a different outfits work. Exactly. But you had no clue that that would not turn him on. That's interesting. Yeah, I, d I was very surprised because yeah. it was, you know, in a lot of ways, that's how... Uh, you would dress someone that was more submissive mm -hmm. and so I was like why, why would you not like it and uh, we uh, we got into the scene we recorded a blowjob I was gagging on his cock and um, and they was just like okay no we need to change the scenario we need to maybe move you onto the bed like he was trying to find way. ways uh. where uh, he found it sexy exactly yeah. And but it was just forcing it. Is that what happened in the end? It, I felt like it was a little too... Like the That's idea and the costume was a little... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to find a way to amend the situation so that we can both really enjoy it. But I she like can the enjoy fact the that you're trying to be authentic. Like yes. you really wanted authentic a turn on and not yeah. just faking. You're not producing porn that's just a oh, acting. Oh, absolutely but not. Yeah. yeah, we don't yeah. we don't yeah. like that. So that yeah. never came out as video. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep. I get that. So yeah. maybe it's in your personal collection, but maybe you don't use it. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to what you know we started at the beginning of the show with, which was you guys do all this stuff for your couple. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk to all the couples out there. Um, we've had 400 shows already. And one of the main themes we talk about is communication within a couple. And the journey that you guys have gone on, you know, you're talking about this scene that you thought was sexy and he didn't turn them on. How cool is it that you guys had the conversation about your wants, likes, desires, and, you know, you're talking about things that most couples don't even get to talk about how they like to have sex besides the missionary position. Mm -hmm. You know, I say, and uh, we, we, we're we really fortunate to have the time, um, you know, the should, time should, to talk about this. All couples they really the to fucking should. Right. People need to talk about sex. Right. People need to talk about what turns each other on, what are their likes individually, and then find overlaps when they talk about them together. Right. Yeah. And that's how chemistry builds. And 
honestly, that's how the lifestyle built for us. Yeah. Um, in layers. And sometimes yeah. it's not just a simple conversation over dinner, right? It's right. hours and yep. hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And it's like you say, it's continuous. It's yeah. not one conversation. That's right. It's continue, and we change because even through the years that we've been together. Well, especially going through menopause, my whole body has changed, but how I come is different from how I used to come. How yeah. I squirt is different yeah. from how I used to squirt. So those things happen. So we have to constantly remind each other that that doesn't work for me anymore or that didn't turn me on this time when I thought it would or maybe next time. So, yeah, we always have to keep bringing it back up. It doesn't sound like a broken record oh. because it's important. I used to be able to go down on Carol, lick her clit, lick her pussy, play with her pussy, and she'd come in, in a minute, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, her clit has moved <laughs> well, okay. changed. Yeah, changed and it's different and now because she's telling me while I'm down there no go a little higher go a little this we've gotten back into that sink but it's not like it was when we first got together uh, 18 years ago. and it still yeah. takes long well it's, it's faster when I do it myself but it takes longer for him now to make me come which is still fine because it's delicious and it's beautiful and, and it it's all good every time but then every I get in my head like maybe it's not gonna happen and then I start mm. thinking well I don't know is he doing it right and so I start you know guiding him and then sometimes I lose my erection right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then and then sometimes it's just too much and yeah. I take her woman and if they hear babe I'll yeah. suck on your tits yeah yeah that happens so yeah we but try different things that's a in, that's a common thing that I've heard too with other couples you enjoy masturbation right mm-hmm. um, that's a that's a actually kind of interesting one for us because Alina I mean I'll let you say it um, what are your thoughts on masturbation for me personally, I don't really masturbate. <laughs> but I didn't masturbate for many years. Yeah. Until my 40s, I didn't oh. masturbate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very okay. cool. And then I learned just a different way of pleasuring myself. So yeah. I learned about it later in life. My, cool. my body didn't need it. I didn't want it. My body wasn't asking me for it. But then when I met this horny toad, <laughs> sitting this beautiful boy sitting right next to me, he taught me how to just feel more horny and in there's myself. There's some evenings where we just do mutual masturbation because yeah. I love watching her play with herself. Yeah. She loves watching me stroke my cock and then the cum just come out. And that's something we film sometimes for our, our private stuff. And Carol just watches it in slow motion. She likes seeing <laughs> yeah. that ejaculate come up and out and whether it be on oh. her tits or on, on her pussy. Yeah. And it's just, again, People are very visual. Yeah. Um, women are a lot more auditory. Yes. They want to hear. Men yes. want to see. And, um, you know, we talk about all those things. Did you like that? Uh, I mean, we have... You guys are awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we replay so many of our swinger encounters when we have couple sex, just the two of us. Talking uh, about replaying them, as, talking about what, what turned us on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about that fetish, and you've mentioned it several times already. So let's understand. Well, I think it came, it's natural for you, not where it came from, but what is candlism and how it affects you and your, and your relationship and what you like to see sexually? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so candalism, it's a pretty rare kink. Um, in fact, of, out of all the people I've talked to, only four or five other guys have said to me that that is their kink as well. Well, um, well, I read about it. I, I actually did some research. Yeah, on it. and most <coughs> people think it's exhibitionism. Right. Right. It, it, yes. It's right. There. Very, very easily close, confused. Very close, but it's different. Go ahead. Correct. Yeah. So instead of the attention being on myself, it's the act of me revealing her 
to other people that turns me on so when she dresses like what she's wearing right now is a skirt with a zipper on it but there's nothing on underneath and if i just like open the flap behind her and her, her and her pussy's like visible to like everyone in this cafe that you know what you i mean on. that turns me on yeah 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 um but for me personally when she does it to me when she like exposes her pussy or her boobs or something to me that turns me on but if she does it to someone else i'll be like no, okay, that's like flirting, but it won't really turn me on. Mm-hmm. But when I do it to her, it's that uh, condolence. It's right. the act of revealing. It's you're controlling it also. You're y- controlling the situation, who gets to see and exactly, when and how much. Exactly, exactly. And honestly, I like when everyone sees it. Yeah? Yeah, cool. I like it. I like building that, ooh, cool. wait, right. what? What's going on there? What's underneath her skirt? Yeah. Like, was there, a, yeah. is she like... Is her pussy just out or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. In my like opinion, there the definitely is a BDSM component to the kink itself right. without sure. any necessarily any of the leather and the bondage yes. and things like that. And so that plays a big part in our relationship. Yeah. Uh, are you guys into BDSM? Do you do that together? I would say in a way, our the way we approach the lifestyle would be similar to Stag Vixen uh, and in that I would describe as a, a part of BDSM, yeah. but it's all mental. Yeah, it's, um, it's a mental. So there BDSM. isn't really like you know the not way the physical bondage mm-hmm. exactly. In general, yeah. I think the word you used earlier, fetish, um, describes it more than BDSM because BDSM yes. has sp- particular components to it because that's the alternative. There's uh, that's another part of the alternative lifestyle. But it's still such a broad spectrum is, that you is. know it could be a part it of is. it as well. But any any kink or fetish starts in the brain. Everything like, starts in the brain. Like, yeah. You know, you were saying before, you know, what gets your cock hard and what doesn't get it hard. And you can see this beautiful woman and get woman and get hard. And I can look at the same woman and say, eh. Yeah. Yeah. She's not my, my yeah. eye candy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now, you were mentioning before that you do like to be submissive or you do play that role. Do you guys ever switch? No. No. So he's always, I'm not going to say dominant, but you're always the submissive to him. Yeah, I would say he is the dominant person. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I do. You tied him up? No, he oh, no. no. No, She's I don't like being tied he, up. No. He always is in control. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love being in control with her. But there is this uh, thing that I like to do with her in bed sometimes where I'm like, hey, babe, you ride okay so when when she fucks other guys i like when she rides them okay so she's on top and she will make them come in her pussy right that's my like oh my god that's it um but then sometimes when she's riding me i pretend to change my mindset to be as another person Ah, fucking her okay taking it from her exactly so i go into that like almost it's not quite like submissive but i put myself in the shoes of another person Mm. who's experiencing this for the first time okay it's a bit of role-playing and it enhances my kink and it and it and she gets so fucking wet from it Mm. like it's ridiculous well when we're fucking sometimes carol's like all right so who's licking your balls while All right. you're fucking me? Yeah, right. I like him to tell me <laughs> stories and, and who's there and who's with us in the room. Yeah, and what are they doing? They have a finger up your ass. Are they what? Like, what are they doing? So it gets him talking. And yes, sometimes it's about I pick him. And a we movie ride. Star that yeah. we were just with. Okay. Sometimes yeah, that's an athlete. Um, uh, sometimes it's a couple that we've just played with. Mm-hmm. And we had a great sexy experience, and we're we're replaying that because we, we always replay our mm-hmm. swinger experiences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, porn is great, but swinging 
is like Liveborn, right? Yes. And you go to the playroom here, and the playroom here has like 200 beds, and there's 400 people fucking. I mean, that's live porn going on all around you that you can look and see what's going on, and you take that home with you, and you know that can last for months. What you see on this ship, yep. like last night the glow party up at the deck, holy fuck! There was yeah, twenty five hundred people yeah. all dressed in glow. I know, um, dancing and touching, and it was. I it mean, was the best party I've ever been to. Let's put it that way. You know, we've been on Bliss cruises. I don't even know how many. We've been to Hito hundreds of times. The energy last night yeah, was just incredible. Yeah, so much fun. And you couldn't get into the playroom. There was a lineup in the playroom. <laughs> yeah. uh, we saw people, four or five, going back to cabins because the energy, the sexual energy built. And, and shout out to Party Mark because he had everybody going up there. Um, it was one of the best parties that we've ever been to. Um, Comfortable <laughs> yeah, comfortable. seriously comfortable. And these screws. kind of memories with uh, just the sexual tension, you know, it could be as simple as dancing with another couple sure. and you motorboat at someone else's taste. Yeah. And, and that I know, was, right? I love know, motorboating. Yeah, <laughs> tintillated experience. And you take that home and, you know, you're with your partner and you're like, remember that one time you were so slutty for me and you let this other girl motorboat your titties? Like, that becomes a big part of the dirty talk. And nice. it just really enhances I a did play. that two weeks ago on the stage at Hito <laughs> yeah and I got the motorboat one of the performers and oh well she did her pole dancing you. act all around him and on him so his face was in her pussy and her tits well she put it there shout so. out to Carrie Gold yeah <laughs> it was really <laughs> amazing see you in January so we are coming to the end of the show and we do like to leave our audience with some advice so what would you say are the top two things that make filming porn fun for you and fun for anybody who might try it um, I would say the biggest thing for us is that we do it genuinely for our own fun if we're not going to have a good time with it we're not going to film it we're not going to produce it no one else will see it it's we'll scrap it um, you know I, I say this again we're lucky to be in a position where we can kind of spend and maximize our time together traveling and experiencing so many things and when we get horny or we come up with an idea we can film it and we genuinely will have a good time with it and then sometimes if we meet the right people that want to try being in a scene with us we'll make it happen right yeah. um, we're yeah. lucky to have that kind of freedom to yeah. be able to pick and choose what we want to film and not film yeah. because a lot of the times you know the idea of porn and making porn and monetizing porn and you have a certain threshold of money that puts pressure on us uh, to create a certain amount of content uh, certain types of content and that just takes away from the fun of it a little bit and it definitely uh, gets into our personal life a bit as well yep. because that that pressure just taking away that pressure for us has been really helpful in making porn fun and you have has to be fun or it's not going to be sustainable that's the whole point that's right, right. It's true yep. because you have to sustain this if that's going to be your living whether you make a little bit or a lot it doesn't matter but if exactly. it's not sustainable then you're not in the porn industry anymore yeah right yeah plus, plus if it's not fun and not spontaneous and not passionate about your couple well people see it yeah it's not going to be authentic it's, it's yes. totally visible right. especially when i'm filming it i'm like there's some bullshit happening here uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. and then i go around and see what's actually happening i'm like babe she's not eating you out and <laughs> actually that was our one time working with another content creator and um yeah yeah no so, it needs yeah. to be authentic because that's, yeah. that's authentic. your reputation on the yes. line here and you want to make sure that that happens yeah. but i love the story from a shy 
version <laughs> to a beautiful um, and confident woman uh, in front of us right here. It was so nice meeting you and working with you this week. We loved it. We loved all our discussions we've had. And thank you for sharing those crazy stories with our whole audience. Oh, thank you thank so you much. For you guys are us. so sweet. You and you guys awesome. are amazing. And I know you guys have a lot of crazy stories yourself. So after this show, <laughs> I would love to hear more. <laughs> so why don't you take a second and tell everyone where they can see uh, some of the videos that you've made. Uh, so we are on OnlyFans. Uh, dot com lay and dare that's l-a-y-n-d-a-r-e so that's their username and you can find us across different platforms reddit twitter Instagram. with the same username everywhere same yeah. username everywhere lay and dare and if you actually just google lay and alina we will be the first five six links like we're we're all okay. of those first five six links so very cool. we're very easy to find <laughs> <laughs> very very cool and of course, if you missed any of that information, you can always go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where all of our guests have their own guest page, and you can even reach out to them there. Absolutely. Alrighty. The end of another great show with some mega super sexy guests, Alina Lay. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much thank for, you having, for us. having us. And we want to thank, as we do every week, all our listeners for being there, being here week in and week out. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Alina and Leigh, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever.